Have you ever had that feeling where your heartbeat starts racing, your hands get sweaty, and your memory starts fading away? Has this ever happened to you where you're looking for a file just minutes before a meeting, but it's actually just placed right in front of you on the table? And then in stress, you spill your coffee and on the file. Now this could be anxiety, which makes you fear the situation that you perceive in your head. Stay with me if you're looking for some tips on how to deal with anxiety. Welcome to the Personal Development Podcast with Richard Raza. There is no passion to be found playing small. You've got to take risks. Seven tips that will help you with anxiety. Anxiety can make you lose control and fail to cope with a situation. People suffering from anxiety experience it in different ways, such as panic attacks, phobias, chronic worry. So whenever a situation comes up that's different from the usual, anxiety appears out of the blue. It makes you feel as if you're going to have a heart attack or lose control over yourself with a racing heartbeat and trembling legs, which in severe cases actually happens. And research shows that untreated anxiety can be a drastic threat, some as severe as early death, depression and suicide. Now, if you think you suffer from anxiety, you must go and seek help. The tips I'm going to go and cover today are for more mild cases, but if you have strong thoughts on this, please seek help from a therapist or doctor, and I'd love to hear your comments of what you feel each of these tips I'm sharing today. So the first one is getting enough sleep. Having a good focus is a vital step towards mindfulness. Often you feel stressed and get irritated over small things when you don't have enough sleep. And moreover, inconsistent sleep patterns are a cause of various mental and physical health issues. When erratic sleep leads to anxiety, the stress disturbs the sleep cycle further and it becomes this vicious cycle. So therefore, when you feel stressed in the morning and feel as if your control is fading away, then for the next time, try having at least six to seven hours of sleep, a little bit more. How much sleep you have, you sometimes need to tweak and decide how much it is that you need. For me, I need around five to six hours sleep. That's pretty good for me. Anything more than that, I kind of, I don't feel very good. Anything less than that, I might be a little bit aggy. So work with it and test it out and see what works best for you. And then try and stick. No, I say actually, let's remove that word, try. Make sure that you start getting in to a disciplined habit of having the same amount of sleep. Go to bed the same time every day if you can. That's gonna be one of the biggest supports is making sure that you stick to a deadline and you keep that deadline and you keep that time that you go to bed. Because if you then have one day where you go to bed three or four hours later than usual, what happens is the day after, you then wake up later and then that vicious cycle starts again and then you're out of habit, you've broken it. Discipline is key. You'll start to see results very quickly once you get into this habit. Number two is have a good meal. Often when you're stressed, you start eating unhealthy. Look, we've all done it, I do it. And this is where you go wrong though. Your food has a great significance on your state of mind. An unhealthy meal adds more anxiety to your life, along with self-criticism. So moreover, stress increases our appetite, but that doesn't mean you start eating whatever, wherever. You need to keep the balance in your body. The trying foods with more nutrients, such as vitamins and omega-3s, whole grain carbohydrates are a great aid to the neurotransmitters and help you feel good. In vitamins, vitamin B is used explicitly for good mental health. 
and omega 3s help reduce anxiety symptoms. Also, such high cholesterol and sugary foods increase anxiety levels, so you must eat healthy food for the sake of your peace of mind and the betterment of your physical health. Sorry, I, I know I said you must, you don't have to, it's completely your choice what you do. The videos I always make or the the podcast if you're listening through audio version it's completely up to you what you do this is just my recommendations and advice and most of this comes from experience myself i like a nice burger or something naughty every now and again i just make sure i balance it and it's not every day of the week but it's just getting into that habit a lot of us have emotional eating habits if you're feeling down then decide to go and order i don't know mcdonald's or I'm just trying to think of something that everybody will be aware of that's maybe not that healthy but you know emotional eating is, is a real thing being consciously aware of it is the first step but just going back to it it's completely up to you what you do. This is your choice. These are just things that I feel could potentially help. Now, number three is meditation. By now, all of us are aware of the benefits of exercises and meditation in life. People who meditate in the few early hours of the day have a different spark as compared to others. What you'll find is some people who meditate, they seem to have a different spark sometimes compared to others. This is just from my experience. Meditation can really help you have a clear mind and even studies have shown that meditation increases the gray matter in the brain and helps the body stress less. And it's because through meditation, you train your brain to focus on things. So even if you start giving 15 minutes of your day to meditation, that should do the trick. You observe your brain and focus on how your brain thinks and how you can clear your mind from all the negative thoughts. This helps you vent all the negativity and focus on positive thoughts. As you've probably heard many times before, if you listen to these episodes, I'm an advocate of walking and that's kind of my meditation. You don't just have to sit in one spot to meditate. There's many ways of doing it. The next one is create visions in your head. These are all the negative thoughts that make you think of the scary consequences. Maybe the things are more favorable than you're seeing them. As these anxiety driving thoughts are all visions in your head. Why don't you think of creating optimistic scenarios in your head? Fill up your thoughts with positivity and ultimately good things will then maybe start to happen. Sometimes a small step towards positivity clears out all your rational thoughts from your brain. For instance, if what you thought disturbs your mind and hinders success, try changing your visions by thinking about the pleasing consequences. You'll start feeling excited and you might then start to do things that you weren't going to do. You never know where the turning point of your life is. So the key is to think positively about the situation. And yes, bad things happen all the time in life, but it's how we deal with these situations is how we overcome them. So I'm not saying be positive all the time and happy. I'm not one of those guys, I'm pragmatic. But if you have a problem, instead of just focusing on the negative parts of that, focus on what the solution is and how you can make this into a positive. All right, step number five is pre-plan. So a great way to avoid anxiety is to pre-plan the situation. Now this is not gonna work in every single situation because you can't plan for everything that ever happens, but you can plan for a lot more than what you might think you can. The symptoms of dread start to appear when an abnormal situation occurs. So if you know that you have anxiety issues, then why not pre-plan the case? Pre-plan in a way that what to do 
to carry the whole thing without any issues. Even if you've made plans and something else goes wrong, you can have a look at those cases as well. So try having a to-do list and develop more productive habits. And when you do things ahead of time, you're leaving no room for the anxiety to attack you. This is not always going to work, but it's going to help you again be more mindful and conscious. And it's going to support you if something happens, you almost kind of got a little trigger and you know what to do because you've made a note of it and you've consciously thought about it previously. It's something you can try and see if it works or helps. Number six is use the what if technique. Now, what if is the technique that therapists sometimes use to treat patients having irrational beliefs. For this technique, you have to train your mind about the worst situations. Even if the worst consequence you thought of in your head occurs, you'll be able to deal with it using your coping techniques. And in this technique, you train your mind that you can deal with them even if the most unrealistic things happen in life. It's all about your patience and mindfulness. It takes time to deal with, but it's worth trying. And through this technique, you teach your mind that only a few situations are the end of the world. Right, number seven is hang out more. Very often, your anxiety is the result of less exposure. So when you're meeting fewer people and having a small social circle in life, especially in the moments we're in at the moment with COVID, you're not going to be seeing as many people, most certainly not. It's really important to make sure that you are still getting to see people outside of this bubble that we're in at the moment. So hang out more and interact with more people in order to increase your experience in life. If you're not used to it, it'll be difficult for you initially, but eventually you'll learn. And ultimately, you'll learn to deal with almost all situations and then the what if thoughts won't disturb you anymore. Plus, hanging out more with your friends and family will reduce the stress over your mind and give you a bit more chance to laugh wholeheartedly. So, some of my final thoughts on this. This is the real world and you can't avoid having stressful situations, but fortunately, you can learn to deal with them. It will take you some time to learn to deal with unplanned situations, so calm your nerves down and wait for the things to happen gradually. The three small yet helpful little steps are calm your nerves, breathe in and out nice and slowly and get back in the game. Never suppress your feelings. Having to worry about things is natural. Deal with them and lastly, go and see a coach or if it's really severe, see a therapist. Well, that's it for today, everyone. If you think this could help someone you know, then please go ahead and share the episode. And finally, come and join our community on at Rosa Mindset on Instagram or YouTube. If you'd like to find me, Richard Rosalevich, on LinkedIn, then please go ahead and reach out. This has been Richard Rosa. Peace out.